Welcome to episode 8 of Running in Circles. On this episode, I bring on Rachel MacArthur. Rachel recently graduated from the University of Colorado, and on this episode, we discuss her future career plans and how she got into running. Please enjoy this conversation as I dive into it with Rachel MacArthur. Just to start it off, I want to ask you, what's the craziest DM you've ever gotten? The craziest DM I've ever gotten? Yeah. Um, crazy as in, like, wacky or, like, weird? Um, like, weird. I get, I mean, I think this is a pretty normal thing that is common nowadays. I get a lot of feed pick requests, which is strange. Bath water requests, which mm. is also strange. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of definitely inappropriate ones that I block. Um, but for the most part, I'd say those two things are always going to be weird. Even though it's kind of normalized with people these days. I don't know if that's a joke or not, but I'd say that. That's the strangest thing yeah. I've read. Yeah. Actually, one time I got a photo sent of me from afar. So that was weird. Oh, wow. That was very creepy. Right? That's kind of creepy. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. terrifying. <laughs> maybe that one. What's your favorite tattoo that you have? Definitely my first one. I have uh, Virginia, where I'm from, just the state outline on my ankle. And I mean, obviously that's my home and it was my very first tattoo. So I think I'd have to go with that one. Yeah, and how old were you when you got that one? Gosh, I actually got it when I left uh, Villanova um, because I was sort of leaving the East Coast away from my home really for the first time so that must have been when i was gosh that was sophomore year so 20 21 maybe i think 20. how many six-year-olds do you think you could take in a fight (laughs) if their average height is four feet (laughs) their average height is four feet um i think confidently six maybe seven or eight if they were like weak six-year-olds but i think six all right that's a solid answer yeah right and i want to talk a little bit about what your plan is kind of right now just like career-wise if you're wanting to go pro and could you talk a little bit about what you majored in in college as well Mm -hmm. yeah so i studied at colorado uh, speech pathology that's what my major is and i have a minor in business as well and currently i'm at home i'm just in virginia Um, I'm pretty injured. I mean, I shouldn't say I I still am. I was pretty injured when I got here. Uh, Coming off of my outdoor season, I had some Achilles issues for the last year. And so I'm not running or anything right now. I'm just cross training every day. But um, Mm. as of moving forward, yeah, obviously, I do want to turn pro. I want to run professionally 100%. But I kind of first want to be healthy before I make those big steps. It's, It's hard to really dive into something when you're still kind of dealing with a little injury. Um, So for now, I'm just kind of taking some downtime and resetting. You know, I haven't been out of school in five years, or I guess just having this much freedom is new to me. So it's been nice to just kind of relax a bit and main priority right now, get healthy, and then obviously get a contract down the line. Cool, cool. And what were some of the highlights of your experience at Colorado? Yeah, I I loved Colorado. It was definitely the best experience uh, transferring there. And I'd say my highlights were, of course, you know, being on the national stage and I guess performing really well, whether that was with my team or individually. uh, Those were great experiences. But I think as a more 
I guess, general answer. I'd say just living in Boulder, living and training with my team in Boulder was the highlight of my last three years, which is kind of a lot summed up. Um, But, you know, practicing every day with them and getting to live in Boulder, I just loved it. I miss Boulder quite a bit. Um, So I'd say just that that whole experience was great. And my coaches were great. Everybody was super, super supportive of me um, and my team, which was awesome. But yeah, I guess if I had to pinpoint one moment, I would say indoor nationals uh, this last year, just as I was fourth and my my teammate won the mile. So it was just really, really exciting to be a part of that race with her and have a bunch of my team there. Um, yeah, that was a really good memory. Where do you find your motivation to run? Gosh, recently, there hasn't been a lot of that. I'd say throughout, throughout <laughs> the last year, it's been that's been a question I've been asking myself is where can I find motivation? Um, I like to rather say that I have more discipline than motivation these days, just because I have been dealing with this injury for so long. And more often than not, I find it really hard to stay motivated and want to go do these things. You know, I don't want to go swimming and biking and do all those things every day. Uh, I'm not motivated to actually, but I'd say discipline comes from having little tastes of success. Um, obviously not to the extent that I want to have throughout my career, but having those little moments of victories, whether that was, you know, my times being all American or my team podium finishing, any of those is what keeps me disciplined. Cause I want those times again. I want the, that type of feeling again. So yeah, I guess in a way that motivates me, but more so I just keep the routine going cause I know I have to. Yeah. Who or what got you into running? I started running in, well, I school. I ran like a cross country race or two when I was in elementary school, um, but I played soccer. So that's kind of like every runner's origin yeah. story is they played soccer and they were fast. And that's essentially the same as me. Um, I ran a little bit again when I was little, probably seven or eight. I was part of like a little running track club. And that's just because my older sister ran. And my friends, my little elementary school friends also ran. And so I just kind of did that for fun. And then in middle school, still played soccer. Um, My older sister was on the team again. So I kind of just followed in her footsteps. And I never viewed it seriously. I remember seeing people running outside of middle school, which is, first of all, really young. But I remember them going for runs. And I remember thinking, gosh, I will never do that. That's such a commitment. Uh I have practice. I run 10 minutes a day. That's good enough for me. And so that is kind of how I viewed the sport. Um, And then my sister ended up not pursuing running, my older sister that is, and I just kept with it and I ended up loving it. And yeah, just did it throughout high school, throughout college. And here we are. Can you tell us your most embarrassing or funniest running or training story? Oh gosh, there's probably so many. Running or training story? Um, I've had, I've been at meets before where I've been embarrassed outside of the race, like on the course, maybe warming up or something. If that counts, I, I'm trying to think. I was at, I remember one race in high school. Um, I was running a cross country race, but I was warming up for it and I was cutting across the course. And obviously there were other races going on. And mm-hmm. I was, I mean, not to sound like my head is big or anything, but like I was pretty popular in high school. So there was a couple of people, you know, that recognized me and they were, you know, waving and whatnot. So I was trying to be really cool. Um, and I was mm-hmm. running and I cut the course and I jumped over one of those little ropes with the flags on it, you know, to block up the course. Yeah. 
and I ate it. I completely went down. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> oh gosh. And in the moment I was just humiliated because obviously people saw me and I was like, oh my gosh, my career's over. I'm gonna quit. Um so that was embarrassing. I've definitely had a lot of fall falling stories like that. Um when I went to Finland, I fell into the lake that we were staying at, which oh I was there gosh. for racing. It was super embarrassing as well. Um but yeah, I'd say anytime I've fallen in front of people, um, it's usually been at meets or at races, and it's always extremely humiliating. How'd you fall into the lake? This is a really embarrassing story, but I can tell you if you really care. <laughs> it was like our hotel was on this big lake in Tampere, Finland. This was for the junior world team in 2019. And everyone was hanging out by the lake. It was super cool, super chill. We were sharing the hotel with, I think, um, the British team and someone else. I don't remember. But I remember the British team was all lined up outside on the dock, just kind of suntanning, whatever. And, of course, I was trying to look cool. And there's, like, a the dock goes out into the water um, a bit. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to look so cool. I'm going to run and I'm going to jump into the water and I'm going to look super cool. And they're going to be so impressed that I jumped in. And this is so embarrassing because this wasn't that long ago. This was like literally 2019. <laughs> but um, so I went to run off the end and I slipped. I completely I didn't jump like I went to jump, but I slipped instead. And I actually almost killed myself like my head barely missed the dock. I oh my slammed into the water. Like it was really bad. It wasn't even <sighs> embarrassing to where they're like, oh my gosh, haha. Like everyone was like really, really worried that I was severely injured. And so everyone had to run over and help me. And I was really, really humiliated because I was just trying wow. to be like quirky and cool. And I ended up very nearly ending my career. It was really horrific. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say that. That tops maybe my, my high school story. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. What's your favorite kit or piece of gear you've ever worn? Oh, Brooks PR. If you know me, you know I love Brooks PR in high school. That meet was so much fun. And I think it's because I was just getting, I guess, really into the running scene. And I, I won my senior year and I was third my junior year. And I just, I loved that meet. And they would always give you the little bibs that had or bibs, uh, singlet, the crop singlet with your name on the back. And I still have mine. I pretty much got rid of all my old running stuff, but those items, even the t-shirt from Brooks PR, I kept it just because I, for whatever reason, loved those things. And I love that my name was on it. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a montage of your life, what song would be playing over it? Oh, gosh. That's a hard question. But I'd say, as of right now, um, get into it, Doja Cat. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like that one would go well with every scene that would play. <laughs> yeah. If you had to give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Hmm. Honestly, keep doing what you're doing. I think my younger self did a really good job of um, especially in sport, never taking anything too seriously. And I think that had I taken things very, very seriously, I wouldn't be where I am today. That is satisfied with what I've decided to pursue, to, whoa, to pursue, sorry, as well as still loving running. Um, again, this is like in a broader sense, just don't think, take things seriously, but specifically running. Um, yeah, just have fun with it. If you're not having fun with it, don't do it. 
I, I know so many people that are still in this sport that don't love it. And it just looks horrible. I'm like, I can't imagine if I had, you know, been pursuing something all my life that I just didn't have fun with anymore. So I'd say that commit to something you love doing. Cool. Cool. What is your proudest accomplishment within the sport and outside of sport? Hmm. I'd say in the sport, um, I think this last year I had a lot of proud accomplishments, not because I placed well uh, at certain meets or whatnot, but because I was injured and I really at times didn't want to compete anymore. Um, for instance, I referenced indoor nationals earlier about that was a great memory. Um, I'd say I was really proud of that more than just for the reason that I was fourth and my teammate won, but because I had been injured all year and I maybe ran like, gosh, 25 miles a week leading up to that meet for the last couple weeks. And I was in so much pain. I've again, been dealing with this injury for a bit. And there were so many times I just didn't want to run anymore. And I think for that reason, I'm really proud of that accomplishment, just that I was able to make it that far. Um, you know, that's something that I'll, I'll think about a lot. And then outside of the sport, gosh, I'd say just keeping up with college and graduating, honestly. I've never really loved mm -hmm. uh, the whole academic aspect of things. Uh, and quite honestly, like leaving high school, I thought, oh, I'll go to community college and that'll be that. And no shame on community college whatsoever, but I didn't want to run, for instance. And mm -hmm. I'm just really glad I challenged myself a little bit with academics. Like I went to Villanova first and that kind of deterred me from getting a good degree. I was like, gosh, this is hard. But I'm pretty proud that I was able to stick that out and get my major and my minor complete. Um, what are some of your hobbies outside of running, would you say, if you have a free day and you're not doing anything related to running, what are you going to be doing? Yeah, I go for a lot of walks, which sounds like you're asking a 50-year-old woman this, but I do like to walk <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, I walk a lot. I cook a lot. I love cooking. I love learning new recipes. I read a lot as well. Again, it sounds like I have no life, but I read um, pretty frequently. And gosh, as of late, because I've been home and not doing much, I go to coffee by myself a lot. And I just read at coffee shops, which sounds like a very boring pastime. But I honestly love doing that. Um, when I was in Boulder, though, I'd probably say hiking. Uh, hiking and more recently rock climbing has been really, really fun for me. So kind of just outdoorsy stuff as much as I can. Yeah, that's cool. What What's your favorite thing to cook? My favorite thing to cook? Well, as of recent, I've just stopped being vegetarian. So previously, mm. I would tell you I'm really into making salad tofu bowls, which I guess that's what you would call them. Um, I just love making salads. And that sounds pretty lame. But tofu, tempeh, chickpeas, whatever was the vegetarian option. I loved being creative with that and making whatever type of salad I could. Um, but now that I'm back into eating less vegetarian options, um, I love to make lemon crusted chicken. You know what that is? It's literally just chicken, crusted lemon. Yeah, I've had um, that before. Yeah, it's like my grandma would always make it when I was little. And so that's probably my go-to meal if I was going to cook someone something. Mm -hmm. And what's on your bucket list right now, activity-wise or um, destination-wise? Go to Greece. I've been wanting to go to Greece forever. My mom lived in Greece for a while, and that's been something I've always, always, always wanted to do. And as a more recent, it's become a really prominent subject in conversation. 
because I just keep talking, man, I have so much free time. I have nothing to do. I should go to Greece. And then my boyfriend really wants to go also. So it's kind of fueling the fire. Um, but that's 100% top of the bucket list. Nice. What's your spirit animal? My spirit animal? See, yeah. I'd say probably a lion. Only I only say that because I have a lion tattooed on my arm. And then I'm also a Leo. So I feel like it adds up. But I guess my birth year is year of the rabbit um, in Chinese culture. So maybe a rabbit mm. or a lion. <laughs> I kind of, I vibe with both of them. I could be either. I can see it. Yeah. Not a snake. Everyone says a snake because of your tattoo. No, I don't have this weird thing for snakes. I just have a tattoo of a snake and that's that. Yeah. I feel like if you say your spirit animal is a snake, that kind of says a lot about yeah, you. <laughs> Snakes exactly. are like perceived as so weird and evil. Like, exactly. I don't think anybody would want to say that about themselves. No, everyone's like, oh, you love snakes. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't love snakes. <laughs> but yeah, not that. What's your biggest fear? Um, rational fear would be breaking my legs. But <laughs> it's like not for running purposes. I just have this fear I've never broken a bone. So I just have this fear of breaking my legs. I'm not sure where that came from. Um, but I feel like it's a relatively rational fear. Um, if we're speaking on deeper terms, it'd probably be like not fulfilling my full potential, <laughs> which that's very opposite of what I just said. But I think especially just because I've been so injured recently, it's kind of like always in the back of your head, man, what if that's it? And that's really scary to me. I don't want to be in that boat ever of, I have so much potential and what if I don't get to fulfill that? Um, so those two things. Yeah, cool. If you're an ice cream flavor, which one would you be and why? Okay, I would say my favorite ice cream fit. Well, my favorite ice cream flavor is vanilla, but I don't want to save. <laughs> so I'd have to go with strawberry cheesecake. I think that's a good option. Yeah, that's a good one. If you're stuck on a deserted island, what three items would you bring with them? And you can't bring, like, rational things. Like, don't say water or food. Yeah, I played this recently. Okay, can I bring a person? Yeah, you can bring a person. Okay. I, I was playing this game the other day, and I said Dwayne Johnson because he's my celebrity crush. And I feel like he's been in a lot of survival movies and would know what to do. So he's coming with me. And then I'm probably going to bring – I have contacts, but that's a rational thing, I guess. I wouldn't say my contacts. Um, probably my favorite sneakers, which right now are my dunks. They're like, I don't know what they're called. They're like cobalt blue low dunks or something. I'd bring those just cause I don't like to part with them. Um, so Dwayne, my shoes and can I bring a food item, but not one that's going to keep me alive. Just one that I like. Yeah. Okay, I'm really into peanut butter pretzels recently, so I'd bring a box of those. Mm. <laughs> All right, it. very solid. <laughs> <laughs> if you had unlimited funding for a reality TV show, what would you make it about? Gosh, I think just my personal life. Quite honestly, I get this from a lot of my friends. My personal life is or could be a reality TV show. I have so much drama happening. I'm not, not because of me. I'm not dramatic, I promise. But <laughs> I think I would just have someone follow me around all day because it's comical, the things that happen to me on a daily basis. Yeah, for sure. We, my, in my family, we joke about how our life could be a reality TV show. Like yes. if, if everybody in the world was followed around with a camera, that TV would be just insane. 
yeah agree and mine would be just absurd i think so that'd be that'd be fun for people to to follow with maybe what are your top five favorite candies of all time Ooh, of all time okay number one candies or can i include chocolate uh chocolate is included yeah okay because i am a chocolate fiend i actually have a major problem with it i can't go a day without chocolate so i'd say ghirardelli salted caramel uh, milk chocolate is number one i was just eating that um number two i'm a sucker for a twix bar which again chocolate i don't really like Mm -hmm. candy um number three gosh let me think trying to think more of the candy lines i do like skittles um so maybe skittles number four milky way big milky way gal and gosh number five oh i'm completely forgetting okay bump everything down starting at two number two is tony's white raspberry chocolate bar definitely that that's my actually let's put that at number one that's my number one favorite I've actually never had that. It's kind of hard to find. It was like this big ordeal for me, at least. And then I got made fun of for it by others who, I guess, found out. I'm obsessed with this chocolate. <laughs> but they don't really sell it. Have you ever seen the Tony's bars? They're these big, colorful bars. They don't really sell them in store anymore. You only get them at, like, I don't know, Whole Foods or Market of Choice. Mm. Um, but you got to order this one online. Tony told me that himself, I asked. So oh, uh, I think it's because it's hard to find. It makes it my favorite now because of the the challenge. It's also just yeah. <laughs> What's better, McDonald's or Wendy's? I've never been to Wendy's. Sad. I know. Never. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say McDonald's. I also don't eat at McDonald's, but I do get their fries every now and then at 12 a.m. or later. So. All right. Moving on to some would you rather's. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Would you rather not be able to bend your elbows or your legs for the rest of your life? Um, Elbows. Would you rather sue a charity and win or sue a bad company and lose? Oh, gosh. Sue a bad company <laughs> and lose. At least then I'm not going to be humiliated. <laughs> Would you rather end world hunger or stop crime all over the world? End world hunger definitely would you rather eat only cheese for one year or not be able to eat cheese for one year oh you know i've i've again been vegetarian and i went dairy free for a while so i could do without cheese it would be hard but i could do without yeah i could not i like that's like 70 percent of my diet right there yeah it is <laughs> it's hard to you know not snack on a shredded bag of cheese at night so <laughs> might be a tough one but I'm strong. Would you rather have 100 duck-sized elephants or one elephant-sized duck? Mm, Small elephants, first one. I feel like that would be cute. Yeah, the the large duck would just be terrifying. Yeah, that sounds like a nuisance to society, whereas little elephants would be cute. I would keep them in my room. Would you rather drink a cup of ketchup or a cup of mustard? Ketchup. I love ketchup. I'll put ketchup on anything. Would you rather always be too cold or always be too hot? Too hot. Too hot, 100%. These are easy. I hate being cold. Would you rather have the talent of Beyonce or the smarts of Bill Gates? (sighs) 
Honestly, I'm going to go with Beyonce here. <laughs> Would you rather be on Survivor or The Bachelor? Bachelor. I think those Survivor shows are absurd. If I was in a situation like that, I would just die willingly. I wouldn't want to fight. Yeah, I feel like some of them are like, it's so weird though. I feel like if you like legitimately like need all that, is it, do they compete for money? They do compete for money, right? I think it is for money. Yeah. It just sounds like a lot. I just feel like how could, how could you willingly leave that? Like leave the money. Like I would literally just um, chain myself to a tree. Yeah. And like, like the Mr. the Mr. Beast video is like yes. people people are just like okay well I got to go to work so I'm just gonna leave and they right. leave a million dollars it's just insane to me that they I don't pass it up those things it just kind of seems like a hassle and confusing to me so I'm gonna pass on it and last one here would you rather have a pet panda or a pet monkey panda every monkey I feel like is gonna turn. Because every documentary or every movie I've seen with the pet monkey goes horribly awry. So I'm going to go with Panda. Very true. All right. I think that's all I've got for you. I appreciate you coming on. Lovely. Yeah, I'm glad it, I'm glad it decided to work on take three. <laughs> yes, for sure. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Running in Circles. If you enjoyed, please share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating wherever you listened. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram over at runningincircles underscore pod. I'll see you next time on Running in Circles.